0: The New Marketing Show is brought to you by Trinity Web Media, trinitywebmedia.com. Trinity Web Media solves business problems with intelligent web development and digital marketing. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of The New Marketing Show, the podcast where we talk about how effective digital marketing and web development solve business problems. Join as always with Trinity Web media co-founder, co-host of the show, Kevin Everly. Kevin, how are you today? Greg, how you doing? Pretty good. I can't complain. I can't complain. And today, I feel like I've done this before. This is like deja vu, but we're also joined with Trinity Web Media Media Production Specialist. Whatever you want to what do you want to call yourself, Nate?
1: I think what media call- production specialist works pretty well especially Nate Baldwin so hey Nate thanks for, thanks for joining us on the show thanks um, for having me it's uh it's good to be back and uh, not behind the scenes this time y-
0: yeah I mean you've been on episodes before but I think it's been it's been quite a while since we've had you on the show so I mean it's good to
1: what are we up to though. right now we're up to episode 75 I think it's been at least 30 episodes, yeah, since 75, I five, 30 75, episodes. Yeah.
0: you know it's funny not to derail this whole thing but <clears throat> 30 episodes that's like that's like over six months, like you haven't been on the show in like six months. <laughs> That's wild. Come
1: on, guys. You're be <laughs> you get me on the show.
0: <laughs> no, so this is a weekly show. So, so you know, I back. thought today. Oh, it's great to have you. So, I thought today we could talk a little bit about. Let's just talk about podcasting, and more specifically, like let's talk about our podcast consumption habits, and then also some of the podcasts that we listen to, and like, so what do you guys think of that topic? I like it. Sounds good. So I guess. Uh, I'll start the ball rolling with Kevin, <laughs> so I'm not starting all right. at all. Kevin, you know, when do you typically listen to podcasts the most? What, what's your consumption behavior like? A couple years ago, it was mostly head down working. Now it's almost
2: around the clock, you know, as long as, you know, driving in the car, working in the yard, cutting the grass with headphones on. You know, I, I have really dove in and began to consume podcasts. Whenever I have a couple minutes to myself, it's almost replaced, you know, listening to music.
0: Yeah, I think that you know. I I think that you're not much different than a normal person. You know, I found myself, you know, being active, and I find now that when I go for a run or when I'm in the gym, I prefer to listen to a podcast over music. And even like you know, like I had a couple of long drives recently. Like when I when I was working from when we were working with a nonprofit, I was going from uh, San Diego to Anaheim a bunch. You know, once a week, and then just most recently going from. Uh, San Diego to LA for a bunch of stuff. You know, I think I listen to podcasts almost exclusively in that time. So anytime I'm out for a run, any you know, anytime I'm on a plane, anytime I have a long duration of time, I, I find myself listening to more and more podcasts. What about Nate? You, Nate? How do you consume podcasts mostly?
1: I agree. Uh, recently, it's been when I'm working out or going for a run, I'll put on podcasts. It used to be, you know, hip hop, whatever music I could listen to when I was working out. Now I find myself listening to podcasts. It's it's a kind of a change of direction, but it's good. It's it's definitely more peaceful.
0: Yeah, and I think that, you know, it it's also like, you, you know, I I you know, our jobs are busy, you know, we have busy lives and stuff. I also use it as like the mind-numbing unwinding thing in a lot of a lot of cases. You know, like if I could mm-hmm. listen to like a good marketing podcast or a good like startup type of show and <clears throat> kind of like absorb the information, learn something, and like decompress and relax i mean it's replaced like stupid television you, you know in a lot of yeah. cases in in my world not that i'm a huge television watcher so nate what, what are some of the podcasts that you find yourself listening to and, and what are
1: what do you like about them so i think as a as most millennials will agree the, the joe rogan experience is at the top of our list at least mine um i'm also listening to a lot of the andy frisella's mf ceo yeah, I know, good one. within our company, we've been we've been taking a lot of ideas from there and listening to him on repeat. Yeah, um, yeah, and also Gary Vaynerchuk, he's always a go-to for me. Just someone that really gets you hyped up and uh, gets you in the zone for a, a good productive day. Do you listen to any as like
0: entertainment purely entertainment? I guess Joe Rogan is purely entertainment, for sure. but like oh, purely but- entertainment-wise.
1: Um, yeah, I've mentioned it to you before. I think Joe uh, Joe Budden does a great job of, sure. kind of breaking down music, and it's really entertaining at the same time.
0: I haven't hit
1: that one yet. I
0: know of so many people, including one of our previous guests, Kiara. You know, loves Joe Budden, and I haven't got to that one yet. I just so what do you? What draws you to those shows? Do you think like because you you mentioned a couple of shows that are very very similar? I guess all the shows you mentioned are very similar, but That's in different nice. ways. Like right. Joe Budden and Joe Rogan are kind of categorized and grouped one way, and <clears> Gary <throat> and Andy are kind of on the
1: other spectrum. Sure. What do you find like? what draws you in do I you think, think i think a lot of it's the entertainment aspect but also they all have like an educational aspect as well like even with joe Budden's right. podcast he's still breaking out music he's still like teaching you and informing things and i think that's kind of a, a similarity between all shows i watch i'm i'm always like learning things and picking things up from them right it's kevin what about you how
0: are you what shows do you are your go-to i've got four or five Uh
2: Weekly Behind the Bastards. I love the, the history podcast. talking about the worst people in history. And that's like purely entertainment. Uh, I also listen to a, like, you know, Planet Money, the Planet Money Indicator, uh, you know, the economics behind certain situations where you may not see the economics, but it's always there. And uh, Problem Solvers uh, has been a good podcast I've been listening to from entrepreneur.com. And that's kind of one of my work, um, more aligned with work. And, you know, it talks about, companies at certain st- situations how they either <clears throat> had to overcome an obstacle or solved the problem and created a bigger problem and I just find that fascinating mm-hmm. and then uh, there's always the true crime that I'm always drawn to uh, in the dark right. is a favorite and uncover from BBC have been you know a couple that I've really really binged hard yeah
0: it's, it's funny you know I, I I listen to planet money time to time what are some of the most interesting things that you've picked up from planet money
2: Oh man, I think my favorite episode was the uh, correlation versus causation and how that kind of had to do with, you know, how uh, I think it was Fenway Park and the folks who sell uh, concessions there, like their strategy behind selling concessions.
0: Yeah, I I listened to that one. That's a good episode. I've also, I listened to the other one and, and, you know, honestly, like you would never think, you know, me being a big baseball fan, us being fans, like you would never think there's a huge strategy behind the hustle Mm -hmm. there. But then when they break it down the way that they did, like, okay, when it's a a rainy day, you don't want to sell water. yep. Or when you're selling in the cheap seats, you want to sell beer and peanut, Mm -hmm. you know, and and all of that stuff. And I found it really interesting how they broke it down. Like, okay. And it was a lottery, right? And it went by seniority or something. And it's like, you have guys who could either out hustle somebody or do things smarter. And I think that they use examples of both. Like that's something that you would never think about, but it makes perfect sense. And, you know, they had actually had a recent
2: one of, like, how the introduction of the three-point line in the late 80s to the NBA
0: changed the whole economics of the game. Oh, wow. That's, I haven't heard of that one. That's interesting. So now
2: – and they had statisticians talk about, like, you know, there's almost no incentive to take a two-point shot anymore. You know, and this was their theory. I'm sure everybody's right. got their own opinion. But there's almost no reason statistically because of the rate or whatever to take a two-pointer unless you're right under the basket. Now, you know, you push to the three.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. The other Planet Money that I listened to that was really interesting was the economics behind big box gyms, Mm -hmm. fitness places, how uh, a place like Planet Fitness or LA Fitness are notorious for overselling memberships based on their capacity because they know that not everybody is going to show up. And the attrition rate, like I know I can probably name 10 people who belong to a gym but never go. You know, but – and. You you know, and they don't, they, they rely on like, it's hard to quit them, you know, the contract, et et cetera. So that was some interesting planet money ones. So, you know, getting back to the same question that I asked Nate, Kev, what are some of the things that, some of the similarities that you look for or what do you like when it comes to listening to podcasts? So
2: I've realized, you know, during Nate's answer, I think I kind of formulated this with like, you know, I think that it's also an educational factor, but it also ties into my interests of something that I would go pick up a book and read about too. Okay. So, you know, the planet money, I, I you know, I, I do a lot of the finance for the company. It aligns with, you know, being able to learn a little something there and also, you know me being familiar and comfortable with it.
1: yeah
0: it's it's interesting you know my go-to podcast lately is i'm i love documentaries right so i Mm -hmm. find like some of the true crime podcasts i'm finishing up season one of cold right now i think i have one episode left uh about susan powell and the powell family and i think that it to me it's replaced like documentary storytelling Mm -hmm. you know a lot of that true crime genre and it's pretty i mean it's pretty mind numbing if you think about it. Like you know, you're learning about something that happened in history. Similarly, you like would behind the bastards. But the other ones that I listen to are typically the MF CEO Andy Frisella has definitely replaced a lot of my music on treadmill time. You know, and then some of the other stuff I listen to are like the Pitch mm-hmm. from Gimlet, which is now a Spotify company. I listen to like Guy Raz's How I Built mm-hmm. This. You know, which is an NPR. Podcast. I think the things that I like is I like learning something. I like getting some of those, you know, John Lee Dumas, you know, Eo Fire. Cause I listen to him. You know, the aha moments where it's like, oh, oh, I get that. I understand that. Or holy cow, I'm in this situation now. How this is how they got out of it, you know, et cetera, et cetera. For me, you know, I also all podcasts that I listen to, you know, have to have an entertainment value no matter what i'm learning it's like listening to an audiobook audiobooks could be the most compelling mm-hmm. content ever but if the narrator sucks <clears throat> i can't listen to it and it's a lot of it with you know a lot of podcast stuff my i love a high production value and some personality what i my pet peeve of podcast is and i'm so happy that trinity web media you know the new marketing show doesn't do any of this is if you listen to our show <clears throat> all 75 of them or going back to 200 and some odd of them with, you know, all the bonus episodes, I'm psyched on the fact that we get right to the content. We say a little bit of banner. Hello, mm-hmm. how you doing? What's going on? You know,
1: but we go right into the topic. Yeah. And that's something Kevin and I actually, test, we were talking about this the other day, how many seconds we have to press like at the beginning of all of our other podcasts, like we skip 10 seconds. Like most of the time we're right. skipping at least like a couple minutes into the show just before they get to the topic.
2: And the funny thing is, you know, okay, I'm listening to this show. That's four skips. Okay. That right. that one's three skips.
0: You know, I was going to say that too. Yeah, exactly. I listened to uh, another great one is Disgrace land, oh, yeah. which they tell like infamous stories about rock and roll and other music personalities. And I know that mid roll, their mid roll ads are six presses, <laughs> six skips, <laughs> six skips. I know that, you know, they, they're good about getting right to the content early to hook you in. Well, like some of them, some podcasts are seven minutes in and you, they haven't even said a word that you want to hear yet. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even talking about like, I'm not talking about the banner between host and, and a guest and the get to know you, the build report type stuff. I'm talking just the blatant BS of the business of the podcast. And I understand economics mm-hmm. run and ruin <laughs> a lot of things. But, the, but what it is is that, it's just a situation where it's like, okay, I got it, I get it, I got, I got keep it pushing, mm-hmm. you know. A lot of the times, and if they're not hyped on whatever they're they're selling their their, their companies, and look, we all do this as a marketing tool, mm-hmm. you know, and, and a broadcast tool. But I understand that. But I've always been pretty hyped that we are able to get right to the content, you know, quickly. Yeah. So hopefully, there's not a lot of <laughs> <laughs> one of- <laughs> skip max. <skit-macked. laughs> Yeah, well, that's our way. This is a one-skip show.
1: (laughs) I'll put that in the bio from (laughs) now
0: on. There you go. Put that in the bio there, Nate. What other things do you, you, you know, I think that, Nate, you can speak to this is that a lot of, you know, recording a podcast is really just the beginning. Right, right. Everything else that goes, and producing the podcast is another beginning. What happens after the show after it's recorded, and then you edit it. Let's take things post production because there's a production. You want to break down yeah. the post production, Greg? Well, right after I want to do it. I want to break down post yeah production. Anything that what do you do after produ- producing the show?
1: Right. Well, what you said summed it up well. It's recording it, and this part this is just one small aspect of the whole podcasting process. Right. So right after the show, we uh, I take it into post. So we use uh, Adobe Audition, and just for any notes we record on ZenCaster right now. But I take it into uh, Adobe Edition, and uh, there's a lot that goes into like editing the files. And I'm not gonna bore you with like all the plugins we use and stuff. But there's there's a lot that goes into making a podcast other than recording. If you want to leave it at that,
0: well, it's like it goes a lot. You know, just what you're saying. There's a lot that goes into making a podcast sound good. Right after it's recorded. I mean, I know that every once in a while. I'll cough or I'll sneeze. and oh, I'll take we'll those to, out. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. we'll have to say, okay, hang on a second. And then we'll use like a little intro. I use the ballpark sound from Zencaster. And then you can pick it up from there. Where Kevin, you know, the the where Kevin's recording, oh, yeah. God forbid the UPS truck drives by the, the, the office and the office dogs are crazy. Yeah. I know, seriously, right? Dogs <laughs> are nuts. There's a lot of that. But after you create the file, mm. walk us through that. So
1: the broadcasting portion of our yeah, podcast? Bro- bro- so, broadcasting uh, promotion. Yeah. So we use uh, Podbean to host all of our, uh, our podcasts on. And a lot goes into it. We use uh, social to promote it. We have a Twitter account. We have Instagram if you want to give us a follow. Instagram at The New Marketing Show. Twitter at New Marketing Pod. We post on, I post on those every day. Making sure we, no matter what, we have a constant cycle of getting our podcast pushed out. So there's definitely a lot that goes into the uh, the broadcasting side of it as well. Show
2: notes, a blog post to get it on the website. Notes,
1: audiograms. Audiograms.
0: Mm-hmm. The audiograms, I think that, you know, the audiogram, Evo Terra showed me the audiogram thing. Oh, they're great. And, uh, and like I love the audiograms with the, the snippets, you know, mm-hmm. with that. I think that that is one of the best things that we've done, you know. And I think that while our audience is not huge, we don't need it to be. you know what i mean but i think that that's one of the greatest thing having little pull quote teasers
1: right and for anyone that doesn't know what i guess our audiograms are they're just we i I, uh i edit up a picture i pick take a take 15 to 20 minutes find a good quote and then i I photoshop uh, a nice snippet and i get it all product uh produced and then i put it on our instagram so there's a lot that goes into that
0: as well and i think that you know next level stuff is you know you want to create a, a mailing list, you know, like park, how I just got parks, you know, the, the, the new episode of the business of story, you know, that, that coming came out, you know, I think that in talking to some people, they feel like subscribing to shows is going down. People are no longer subscribing, but listening is going up. So, but in the past, you know, the only way you would get these shows would be, it would, it would hit your iTunes and you get a notification, you know, right. But now it's more, I think people are, are, you know, looking at this entertainment, like television channels, or, you know, like where they're going through, I don't subscribe to NBC. I don't subscribe to ESPN. You know, I just go there and see what the programming is. And I think that we do a lot of that, you know, nowadays with our consumption behaviors.
2: You know, one of the things that I, I've really noticed is, you know, once you kind of listen to one podcast and you're like,
0: "Oh, cool, who's it produced by?"
2: Okay, it's this. Like, you, yeah. you kind of fall in love with a lot of the related content from the same, you know, from the same companies.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's why I could mention like Gimlet mm-hmm. and like, I mean, of course, NPR. I mean, NPR. Yeah, NPR is great. Podca- podcasts were made for NPR, right. oh, yeah. or NPR made. Podcasts you know what I mean, like, yeah. I mean, well, you know, Serial was NPR. Serial, mm-hmm. you know, uh, they were like the first superstars of podcasting. Was, have, was podcasting around before them? Oh, yeah, like sure. 10, 10 years. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, but when they started the Serial with the Adnan Saeed case, that made things. But that's like one of those shows, like, she is a broadcaster. Mm-hmm. She is... Is that Sarah you know, Koenig? Yeah, Sarah Koenig. Koenig. Yes. And she's a broadcaster, and she... Mm-hmm. Knows what it's like and the production value and the musical sc- and how it's musically scored, Yep. you know, like where other suspenseful things, they would have some music playing in the background. I mean, it's just amazing. And I think that, you know, the, going back to what I was saying is the production value really, really has to, has everything to do with a good show. Yeah. And I mean, one of the things I loved
2: about Serial <clears throat> and a, a lot of other great podcasts is the episodic nature where, you know, yeah. You brought it back to the 1950s, you know, folks sitting around a radio, listening to the radio for
0: news and entertainment. Yeah, you know what's funny about that, that you bring that out, is that the show named Serial is episodic. Mm-hmm. And it's not serial content in nature. <laughs> We're like our show is yeah. serial content where it's it's topical yep. and it's all about different things where the show Serial is episodic and it, it builds from one to the, if you if you jump into episode five, mm-hmm. you don't know what the hell is going sure. on. You have to just go back, huh. and that's done by on purpose. So I think this is this has been pretty interesting. So Nate, give us a, f- a couple of final thoughts Fun, from, from your end. Um, I was going to say on, on podcasting, on sure. whatever you want to talk about.
1: Uh, I want to say this too. If you're thinking about starting a podcast at home, um, make sure you get get good equipment, as we went over, because the last thing you want to do is have to reshoot an entire show and then focus on your craft and just make sure that you're honing in on like your own interests and then creating a show based on that. And also speak, speak to your audience too. So there's a lot that goes into podcasting and uh, it's also a lot of fun. So
0: yeah. Good luck. Kevin, give me, give get me, me a of farting you know, shots on your end.
2: Typically when I consume a podcast, I'll go back and listen to the first couple episodes. If you can fall in love with it there, when the production's usually pretty raw or, you know, kind of new and people are kind of fumbling around, you're going to love it even more as you get to more recent episodes.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think that if you do anything, you know, I'm gonna I'll refer back to one of our very very early episodes with when we had Ida Uda Emma on when we were talking about video content. Is fall in love with the process. Sure. Create a process. Fall in love with the process of making a podcast, and then keep getting better and better and better. I think that if it, I think that you know, as a listener, I would want to tell everybody there's a podcast out there for everybody, and I appreciate you if you sat through the last 21 minutes of this you know, because, you know, you are our listener and this is why we do it. So, hey, everybody, thanks for, thanks for being here, Nate, for sure. I was, oh, thanks for having me. It's going to be fun to edit my own voice, I'm sure. Yeah, I was, I was going to wrap the show up, but I wanted to say goodbye to Nate, especially. <laughs> uh, I appreciate oh, that, God. right? <laughs> <clears throat> no, and, and, you know, this is always a good topic. It's always interesting when we bring everybody together. So, Kevin, thanks for joining us. Thanks for being here as always.
2: Anytime, Greg.
0: And if you want more of the new marketing show, check us out at trinitywebmedia.com slash iTunes. You can get us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Podbean, Podcoin, wherever you get your podcasts. And you keep listening. We'll keep making them. And I hope everybody has a great day. So Nate, Kevin, talk to you guys later.